Hey, hey! Welcome to Bonus Barrel! I am Rob, and with me today is... Laugh! And... Sage. We're back. An another week has passed, and a lot of stuff can happen in a week. Now, I don't know... Sometimes nothing can happen. Yeah, I didn't see really a lot of news, but I, I want to start off with something exciting. I got I had two pickups today. I mean, I had more than two this week, but... I got something called Vita Man Fire Spirits it looks like, uh, for Game Boy Advance. Beyblade. It looks kind of like Beyblade, the graphics. It's Vita Man. Vita Man. I, I don't know if it's supposed to, It's from an anime of some sort. Fire I don't know Spirits. what the Japanese name It's published by Atlas, which I love. And uh, it's, it has a really stupid name. Beat a man. Is it like supposed to beat a man? Like, I thought... Be the man? That's what I thought. Beat. Like, beat him. I up. thought it was like, be the man. Okay. But I don't know. It's, it's called Beat a Man. And oh, look at that. Yeah. The International Beatman Association. <laughs> I hear it's, it's not bad. It looks okay. Yeah, it's Metacritic scores in the 70s. Okay, uh, okay. Just for good. anyone who's curious, though, it's B and then hyphen yeah. da man. D A M A N. <laughs> yeah, look, left. you gotta beat a man. Uh, or else you are a loser. Damon? But it could be like B Damon. I don't think it's Damon. It's, it's a name, though. Ben it's one word. Damon. Ben, ben Flick. Battle Bodamon. Let me see for a second. Is it Bodamon? Battle Bodamon Fire Spirits. Alright, let's figure it Okay, the winners tournament. A place of gathering for the most powerful Beta players, all who seek the title of the strongest in the world. This year, strike shots are required for of each participant to enter the renowned competition. As Yamato Delgado, <laughs> the previous champions of the winners, seek out the strike shots, defeat your opponents, and continue your quest to become the Beta Master. Be the master. Be oh, the master changes. of the be the man. I, uh, I, the name Yamato Delgado, doesn't that seem like two different Yamato Delgado. Well, really... Yamato sounds Japanese, yeah, yeah. but Delgado sounds like Spanish or yeah, Mexican. Well, is it, yeah. Say that, is that one of your people's last names? Delgado? Mm -hmm. So yeah. he, he means, he's... means, uh, slender. Do you think he's like you then? He's Japanese, uh, Mexican? Uh, if if or, or Latin American and, and yeah 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 Latin American yeah. oh there we go. I mean in, in Japanese that's the, um, that's yeah. good I mean I have a Mexican name or a Spanish name and a Japanese last name too that's right Seiji is my middle name it's Seiji in Japanese <laughs> means justice <laughs> wait wait so Seiji is your middle name yes oh what's really your, what's your first name Hector oh that is so perfect oh my god you. I did not know that I'm Hector. <laughs> 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 It's kind of fitting. I don't. You look like you could be a Hector. Oh my goodness! You just now you just open the doors for me to call you Hector from now on. <laughs> What's so. up, Hector? <laughs> I got another game, Japanese game, uh, Pokemon Box. Uh, it's a Japanese GameCube game. I've never seen. I've, I've seen them, but I've never owned a, a I've Japanese one. I've never seen Pokemon this before. Box, uh, Even the GameCube like Lube. Japanese box looks pretty so crazy. So, like, for those who've never seen it, it looks like a Vita game. The inside of the box is a clear case. And the cover is actually a sliding uh, cardboard cover. That's what the Vita does. Which is strange. Kind of, right? No, the Vita's just a straight up state of Oh, right, right, right. It uh, says you can store 1,500 animals or <laughs> Pokemon, I guess. It's, it's just the counter for animals. Right. And then collect, look, and box. So, so it's, it's, it's it's like a bank. Yeah, it's Pokemon Box. We got it here. It's called Pokemon Box uh, Ruby and Sapphire. It lets you basically uh, take link with your uh, your cable to the GameCube to store Pokemon because you you could run out of space in the older games. And that's all it is. Now we have a North American version. Well, we have the Pokemon Bank. Well, there was no Pokemon Bank back at then. At the time, yeah. So this is like the kind of like it. 
yeah. prototype. Processor. Yeah. And so in Japan, that cost me $20 to get, 20 to $30 to get here. I wanted it for my Pokemon collection, trying to get all the games. Mm. But in North America, $800-ish for for that game on eBay. It's not even a game, though. It's not even a game. Wait, wait, wait. There, there was a... There's a yeah, you uh, go to North America, but it's so version? fucking rare that it's ridiculously expensive. Well, so I knew another, I would never have it. Is it Pokemon Box? Yeah. All right, so another uh, game for our rare. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah you could add that to the rare and expensive 800. game. Yeah, about eight hundred. It's not even a GameCube. GameCube. GameCube stuff is like super cheap, right? It's, yeah, now. it seems more of like an accessory than a game. It, it basically is. Yeah, and not many people so bought weird. it. Well, I'm not surprised. Obviously, I don't know how many was printed over here, or if it just crashed, mm. or because of the GameCube low sales. Don't mm. know. Wish I had one. Or if or not, two. not many people were appealed to. Pay, you know, I guess you probably pay like what 50, 60 bucks for the game at the time it's just to store your yeah. Pokemon. You can probably pet them or something. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see uh, um, Metal Jesus' uh, new video which, about dust covers? Which, which one? Dust covers. I have your... not seen his newest. I, I usually watch them on the weekends. It's a really it's interesting a episode. <laughs> so he he starts saying that a lot of people noticed that he was covering his consoles with like like kitchen. Um, towels. Okay. Right? <laughs> and he was like, I don't care about that. He's like, why, why, why are you people complaining about like <laughs> just, just people randomly putting on yeah, like, yeah, comments, comments like like that? And and then once he he realized like, well, yeah, this could look better. And he he made a video about him looking for dust covers. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's okay, so specific, right? <laughs> and it was actually a fun episode. I love uh, that he, he, fa- he found some stuff in Etsy, some stuff in eBay, and now he has like fancy. Dust covers for okay, now I'm interested. Ooh, I want cool. So you I, need I, dust covers. I, I think right? you're gonna be interested. In <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. see myself because like, you. So they get dusty. Rob is the kind of, of person that that likes to have you know things properly stored, even if it's not the original packaging, right? With games, absolutely. Uh-huh. I need yeah, to have yeah. it organized and uh-huh. looking good. That's why I always print out sleeves for the, my loose games yeah. and for the universal game cases and stuff. And and then. Obviously. You know how in, you're watching YouTube and, and it gets you suggested videos on the sidebar, right? Yeah. So um, another Metal Jesus uh, video comes uh, in the list and it says about uh, collecting or collectors' pet peeves. And they were talking about stickers on the box. Oh, yeah. I wrote that like one. That pissed me off. It's, it is true. It's true. Well, Man, I'm going to rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I hate... Okay, here's let's start with something light. I don't like when I buy a used game from from places like EB and they put a sticker sealing it. Pisses me off. Obviously, I'm just going to open it up. Mm-hmm. It's dumb, uh, and I don't like it. I know it's used. You don't need to pretend yeah. that it's not. Like I hate stores that put stickers of any sort, especially not the. There's some stickers you can get that come off really easy, but most places like the use one of the used stores in, in our town. It's already a shady place in general. But they have these fucking stickers on them, and they put them on. Oh, the worst is when you put a sticker on a cardboard box. You son of a bitch. That I, I that's what I was gonna hate say. That you know, for me, the worst is when you buy a game in the box and there's this ugly price tag sticker on the box. My Star Wars New Hope box yeah. has a sticker Bullshit. on it, and like I slowly try, like I get. Q- oh, it always takes. I get Q tip, and I'll I'll like wet it just <laughs> finely, and I'll try to like slowly like yeah. moisten it off. Is the only way to do it, mm. so. and it doesn't work. It works. Well, barely. It'll work. It takes little holes. It, it, it you know, I, paper holes. I got it off um, fairly successfully, but it took like a long, like it took a week it's of me hard. slowly <laughs> getting it off. So the little little tricks that I've done to try to clean these things is if they're a cart, I take the cart apart and I throw it in the sink and soak it in uh, dishwater because uh, all the older games that have stickers, 
Uh, those stickers are made to be waterproof, and so they don't really come off. You're fine. And then I'll scrub them, and then I'll, I'll do it again. That usually gets the carts clean, and most of the stickier, sticker residue comes off. But I've also tried things like olive oil, uh, vegetable oil, to try and loosen, the, the get rid of the stickiness so I could take them off cases. Good luck cleaning any sort of PlayStation case. Or anything. Yeah, like, not the PS1, but PS2 like, and 3 with the plastic. Yeah, you, you put them in the sink, they're, they're wet forever. I don't, I don't care. They never dry. They never dry right, and you can't get the stickers off, and you're better off buying shitty games. And replacing them with with the their, if you have a shitty game with a good cover, if it's a couple bucks, I might just buy that just to give a, a game a nice yeah. packaging, and it makes a big difference. And oh yeah, PlayStation, I'll just buy a pack of jewel cases and replace them entirely. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. And I don't like the double jewel cases though because you can't buy them yeah, anymore. Those are, so those are hard to find. Uh, they, yeah, <laughs> so I keep I keep finding myself cycling. I'll buy some like less cool games like. You deserve to be in this game in case instead, so I'll switch them. It's a, it's a whole thing. You know what I hate? When I buy, like, a, a SNES game and it has, like, oh, this is owned by Johnny. Oh, yeah. And then and they Johnny. wrote it in, like, permanent yeah, fucking marker. And, on top uh, of the sticker? Well, uh, yeah, right on, or on the back, usually. Um, it's not, not a big deal. It's a deal. But I still don't want it there. So I'm not I'll, Johnny. I'll, exactly. Yeah. So I'll sit there with a, my Q-tip, and I'm trying to, like, <laughs> get rid of it. And then I ended up, one of my games, I ended up just smudging the back of it. It's all kind of black smudge, because <laughs> it was, like, someone wrote property of this person. Lame. And I'm just, like, scratching it off. And then, like, I, I guess it's better, because their name's not there. But now there's this black smudge on well, the back. So. Well, if it's a Super Nintendo game and it's on the back, then you're golden. It's, it's you the best place for them. it to be. You can, uh, yeah, cheap, you can replace the back. One of the yeah. thousands of fucking NHL 95s that you can find <laughs> and just replace the back. I, I'm usually happy if it's on the back. If the sticker's fucked, then you're fucked. Yeah, I have a couple of annoying. really bad yeah, stickers. With a sticker. No, yeah, no. The worst. I don't like when I have a Pokemon okay. Stadium oh, with uh, torn and half sticker. Okay, Pokemon Stadium, yeah. Two. I'm glad. So I've I, there, there are two things that I'm going to say okay. about, about marking. So the first, <laughs> I, I've only ever written my name on a, on one game, which is Pokemon Stadium. Remember? Because really? the sticker it, it says, says, yeah, it gets you to. <laughs> which it tells you to. It's something really, really stupid, right? Yeah. I don't know why it's there, but anyway, I, I put my name on my Pokemon Stadium. I think I did too, but actually. But additionally, I mark all my games. Or most of my games. Really? Yes. Even your Wii U collection? I, I think I started I think I, I stopped at some point because I have so many, but in the past, because I had so little games, I would used to mark all my games. Just like a little spot? Yes. You just put like, like your initials in, or? Yeah, with, with, a, with a marker. Like, like Hector? Uh, like a, like a Super <laughs> N- let's, say, let's say a Super Nintendo cartridge. Yeah. Probably has an A and a, no, not Super Nintendo because that's too old. I guess I put my name with an S or something. Like, like inside of the, where the, where the chip is on the, on the plastic. Mm-hmm. Or in in newer games, I all my disc in the back where where it's not readable. You know that that plastic yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. plastic hole. Oh, yeah, I'll, right. I'll put an A. And it C doesn't in there. get like smudged off. It stays. No, I couldn't see it getting smudged. But like I figured that like that it's smudged. I mean, if you touch it, but once smudge, it dries, yeah. it stays. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I never I never would have thought of writing on the back of my. Discs, I know why you do it. I, I also mark my consoles. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay. You know with how that, consoles but... have like like expansion things. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take one of the expansion the, 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 expansion, little, the little lids, lids off and, and, and I'll put <laughs> AC and, and then I put it back. <laughs> so it's not noticeable, and, and unless you 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 know where where to look at. But yeah, that's interesting. I, I, that but interesting. I think people would wouldn't want to have my video game collection. No, did you do that up. to Erica too? Hmm? Is there a little AC on Erica somewhere? <laughs> I, I, I will not deny confirm that. <laughs> 
Uh, another thing about old game collecting carts and Super Nintendo specifically is I don't like the yellowing. And the only way to but fix the, it is shaving it. The yellowing is at least like something that you can be stopped. It's just it's just the natural course. But there's that they so take. many yellows. Yeah, this way you can is. fix it. You can you fix can. it. You can. But you have to shave like no, a layer off. What's you the other way you can fix it chemically. Which what? Oh, it's like a really dangerous chemical, isn't it? Not really. Sure? I don't know. But it can be expensive. Huh. My girlfriend's this chemist. Ah, she may be able so to do there's this. There's a channel that I follow on YouTube called um, Adam Korlick. His yes, name of, I've watched. Oh, you watch? Oh, he has videos on how to on yellow Super Nintendo. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I should check into that. Yeah. yeah, and he was mildly successful with one method, but then he made a uh, like a part two of that video, and and it got, he got uh, better results. I got really lucky with That's a Dreamcast. Cool. I had a yellowing Dreamcast, and then the place I was working at was closing, and I got a box Dreamcast box. And a broken Dreamcast. I didn't want it because broken. But the shell was fine, so I swapped the shells. <laughs> and then I had a, a nice boxed uh, Dreamcast with the looks in good condition. So that was a happy day for me. My Super Nintendo has stickers all over it. So even if that's yellow, you'd never be able to tell. Because this, this is my Super Nintendo from when I was a little kid. So it has Star Wars stickers <laughs> all over it. And some Pokemon That's pretty stickers. impressive. You're, you're Star Wars stickers. Yeah. I love Star Wars. But, but, cool. but when you were a kid, what was... Star Wars, the first three films. Well, the, four, five, six. Yeah. Oh wait, you had like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. you know, what I mean? had first stickers of like the like Tie Hulk Fighters or... and X Wings and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Star Wars has yeah. always had like proper. I've, 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 I, ever since I was a little, when between the ages of was it in the third grade, I got into Star Wars, and I was been what seven or eight or whatever. Between the the third grade and. Heck, maybe since the tenth grade, I got Star Wars gifts for Christmas every year. Every year, I got Star Wars really? stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it, there wasn't a cartoon of Star Wars or anything like that, right? There wasn't. Yeah, but the movies not were super popular. But the, I would, I would watch. Were old, I would we were watch the movies. Okay, and once a week. I remember the toys. Yeah, I had. There I was had, always a section I had with so many with toys. Like, but there was a lot Whatever. of games too. I played a lot of the games. I was really into the N sixty four Shadows of the Empire, where you played Dash Rendar. I almost bought that. Really, box. really, it did. I might still get it's it. It's a good game. Um, probably doesn't hold up very great nowadays, but I played that all the time. Uh, the Super Star Wars games very difficult, oh, yeah, but good. they're they're very fun as well. Those games, I feel like they're overrated. <gasps> really, they're yeah. really good games. I know. I, I know that, that that's the general notion, right? But I played uh, one recently um, on an emulator. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Controller? Yeah, with a controller. Okay. It wasn't that good, man. It, they're good. They're good side-scrolling. They're difficult, but they give you options. You can pick different characters. The first one's not as good as the other ones because the second and, or fourth or fifth one. Which one should I play? I mean, which one is, should the listener play if they, they, they don't know? You know, I, you should you should start at the fourth. Like, you should start at A New Hope and work your way. That's the one that I played. It's but, hard, but man. It's, it's hard. And if you're just like, I really kind of want to see what this has to offer, play Return of the Jedi because... Return of the Jedi, you immediately get more options for characters, and Luke already has Jedi powers. Because mm-hmm. in the other, you have no Jedi powers in Episode 4, obviously. In Episode 5, you unlock them when you do the Yoda training level. Um, but this, then in Return of the Jedi, you just have them from the start, so you're kind of at a little bit of an advantage. So you have more to play with, so there's more to do. So you'd probably be better off starting at the last one, because it's just, it's more refined. So what, what's the best Star Wars game in general? Ooh, that is a tough one. Before we go to that, the weakness with the, the Super Star Wars games is none of them have Darth Vader turned into a scorpion. So, so yeah. Best Star Wars games. <laughs> best... <sighs> 
I kind of want to say one of the Super Star Wars games. Yeah, my first thought Star Wars games. Okay, not any of the new ones. Well, I haven't... I played... Was it The Force Unleashed? Mm Mm-hmm. Which was pretty fun. You're the bad guy. Yeah, you, yeah. Darth Vader's apprentice, secret apprentice. I haven't played it. It was fun, there but fun. I, I never... It's been... I played it when it came out, well, like, six years ago, or whatever it was. So it's it's not very fresh, but it was a lot of fun. So maybe that one, but it's been a while. There's... A, I played Old Republic, and oh, that okay, was pretty okay, fun. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind. I agree with Rob. Star Wars, the old... Knights of the Old Republic. No, I'm, I'm talking about Old Republic. Like... The MMO? The MMO yeah. Okay. I've not played Knights of the Old Republic, although I hear it's amazing. You've never played Knights of the Republic? No. I've heard it's amazing. It's, it's, yeah, I've heard it's only fantastic. that it's amazing. Um, it's a game I'd like to play. But you forgot about it. I did. I That's, totally I, did. I'm a little bit we... skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> there is a... I keep thinking of the Star Wars game Knights of, of Terra Sky or something. It's, it's, it's not what it's called. It's a PS1 game, which we definitely need to do for Bottom of the Barrel. It's this old fighting game for <laughs> Star Wars, and it's really bad. Which I think we need to see it. Yeah, I, I've, started, I've never played Star Wars fighting game. There's some Star Wars beat 'em ups for the Game Boy Advance and the uh, DS yeah. that are based on the movies, yeah. the newer movies, uh, and they're supposed to be pretty good too. Actually, I have the. Couple they of those. didn't do a game for Episode Seven. Pod Racer game? No, like Seven. Oh, like oh, the Force Awakens. One. I was thinking of Episode. One, <laughs> we're getting all confused. Not, yeah, there, uh, there was a pod racing for the sixty-four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which which is, oh, that's that which is a good game. That's a, great it's a game. decent uh, game. It's well, not, at least no, no, then no. it was. It's, no, the winner is definitely Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, um, as for as for the new one, I believe it's mostly in the mobile and Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront oh, right, have right, a, right. the Jakku map and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I was reading an article about the the divorce of Star Wars and video games. It's uh, an article from US Gamer. We'll put the link. So in. not even remotely correct. No, there's no. so many Star there's Wars. There's a lot games. of Star Wars games. Oh, that, oh, it's from Jeremy Parrish. Oh, I love he Jeremy, the, but he's he, off on this. He one. wrote the piece, and, and he made some really compelling arguments. There's and less console ones. And he's he touches on uh, Disney closing Disney Interactive and you know and and they're discontinuing Infinity. You know? Well, yeah, like, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Are they really? I gotta get that Ant Man wow. figure before. It's so late. something's going on there. Anyway, uh, the game that I've enjoyed the most, Star Wars theme. I think the Star Wars arcade game. Which one? There's there's this big the one, with, um, one with a um, with a joystick, and you will choose. They have different stages. In one, you're you're in a like in a, in a ship, and you're like like space shooter. And then the other ones, you're controlling a like a lightsaber, and you're oh, cool. you're like deflecting laser beams and stuff. Yeah, well, um, there's a lot of PC Star Wars games yeah. that kind of sound like that that I've played, like Jar Star Wars Jedi Academy. That's a Jar Jar Academy. <laughs> Jar Jar Academy, Jedi Academy, and X Wing versus Tie Fighter. I heard that's good, and also Rogue really One good. supposedly yeah. very good. Yeah, and there's the Star in Star Wars Galaxy um, is apparently really good as well, which is an MMO that I've never played. Oh, that yeah, that one's weird. Yeah, yeah, I know about that one, but I have not played it. It's, it the servers are shut down, but I think people still there's always run it, right? To play. So. Yar. Yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> this, the, the year was, I think, 1999, and I went to uh, Disney World, and I, I was, my, my my parents would always criticize me because I would be in Disneyland or whatever in, a, in an amusement park, and they always had. They, when I was a kid, they always had had an arcade section. Oh well, like, that's that's are, the best place to yeah, go. What are you go. doing in the arcades? And when they, there's all these rides to go on. Rides, yeah, but I would go to the to the arcade section because. In amusement in amusement parks, they always had these really strange and really cool arcades. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember like the, and shit. the only place I, I saw the the Speed Racer uh, arcade game was in Disneyland. 
I don't know if you've seen speed this. Race, no, that sounds fun though. I played and a you know speed racer game for Super Nintendo that was and you know how the, fun the slash in bad. Speed Racer they will have like buttons on the on the wheel. It was really cool. Like every it, different buttons were a, was a different power up, and you will like cool. jump on on the car and stuff. Well, uh, this was in Disney World, and I there was this big machine that's called Star Wars, and I, I as far as I can remember that that machine that arcade uh, name was just Star Wars. So it must be oh, a Star Wars arcade game. Star Wars themed arcade. Yeah, and it was really, cool. It was really expensive because it was like a dollar. Huh. So in those times, you know, four quarters was a big deal. Yeah, right? yeah. So still, even a dollar is not even no, worth a dollar. Man. Do they, have, have you gone to a new arcade? No, man. Do they do they charge you Wait, a dollar? Like three or four? Really? What? Yeah, and and they don't Who use dogs? coins anymore. Like in, they in, use tokens and stuff. No, no, no cards. Really. I went. Mind, I went yeah. to Montreal like ten years ago now, and we walked by an arcade. And I really wanted to go in, but people I was with weren't really into that, so I didn't get to go. But it looked really cool. But you're right. I do remember um, seeing people like with cards in that arcade. So yeah, I guess they yeah, were. So you get a card, and then you put credit on. You just load it and, up, and, yeah. and then it it charged you in credits. But if you make the conversion. It's like four dollars yeah. or five dollars wow, for a play. Crazy. That's gross. That's crazy. Well, I mean, the the big machines. Okay. The, the bigger ones. They're, they're, in, all still, the arcades, in all the arcades, they always have like Miss Pac-Man, no matter what the <laughs> year is, and it's always one quarter. It's a staple. It's a staple. It's the cheapest. Anyway, it's interesting. Uh, I picked up Uncharted Four this week, and it's amazing. So I'm not very far in, like two, three hours, and it's beautiful. Like uh, I know. I don't know how much you care about graphics in games. And to me, graphics aren't a make or break. I don't need good graphics in a game. I, I love retro games. But I definitely appreciate when games are, are beautiful. And one thing about this game I've noticed is a lot of games, even with really good uh, graphics and effects and, and stuff, have that uncanny valley with the characters. But this one seems to have mostly, I, I, I feel, skirted that issue. Like, the facial expressions feel real. The acting is good. It doesn't have that weird fake fake real look if you know what i mean where they where everything's a little janky and you can tell it's not real but this one they, they i don't know what they've done i don't know what technology they use but i don't i never get put out of the scene from when they're talking so you're fully immersed in absolutely Uncharted. now i wanted to say that there's an easter egg really early on in the game this is only very mild spoilers it's nothing to do with the story but you're in the, the house and uh his wife puts on an old a playstation one on their TV, and it even starts up with the whole, <laughs> and they start playing Crash Bandicoot, which is a Naughty Dog game, like they're one of their first one, and and so she she's the gamer in the family. He doesn't game; he's a fucking real life adventurer in, in the game world. It's Indiana Jones, yeah, and so so he's playing through. You're so you're playing Crash Bandicoot, their PS one game. It has a start button, and you're actually playing the original game, and they're kind of talking and joking about it. And he's like, he's like doesn't like the game. He's not very good at playing games, and he's like. There was one part where I've given you, and I'm the player playing Crash Bandicoot. So I fall in a pit, and he's like, "Why did that kill him?" I would just climb out, and he's making all these jokes about it, and it's so funny. It's and very surreal—a video game character talking about yeah, a video game. In a, in a game, but it was great because that company made both, and that was a really See, cool. I throwback. think I think that's why it detached you from this being a game so much because it's one of those things where it's just like you know. <sighs> It makes me think of like. Do you guys watch Community? Have you guys I watched love Community? It, may, it reminds me think of, of awesome. It makes me think of like Abed, where it's just like you know, 
you makes me think of how much life is like a TV show until you say something like, my life is so much like a TV show. Like, no one says that on a TV show. And this is kind of the same idea, where it's just like a video game character playing a video game, so it immediately kind of detaches you. It felt really you real. From the and, video, yeah, that's what I mean. But I was so, giddy, because it was very so weird. fun to, to see. Like, I love, I have a lot of nostalgia for PS1, so when I saw it on their shelf, like, that's a PS1, perfectly modeled. And then and then I didn't, I did, did not expect to be playing the first level from Crash Bandicoot, yeah. even with the startup screen and stuff. So that was a really cool. But there's something like, weird thing. I don't want to touch on that. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the game. Okay. But you mentioned. Well, this guy doesn't play video games. He's a world, a, a real world adventure. In that world. And I'm like, but he's not. Wait, 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 wait. So, <laughs> in, so not real even, world. Even real in world. the fiction of this game. Yeah. In order to have a character that is, you know, cool. That he's is pretty cool. Um, he's our handsome else? guy character. Yeah, yeah handsome. Yeah. Successful. Daring. Whatever. Yeah. So playing even in that in the fiction within a video game, playing games, it's nerd life. Yeah, he doesn't. He will, he will subtract from all the good attributes of this character. No, no, no. Because his wife is just as is a capable woman. She's a reporter. She's a serious, you know, writer and stuff. And she happens to like the old game. She. She's in, she's probably about our age in the game, maybe a little older. So she would have probably played PS One when it came out, and she she's like the gamer, but he just doesn't happen to play games. It's not like put down or anything. Like it, it's actually it's kind of making it's almost making some comments about the game that you're playing currently. It's uh-huh. it's a little meta, but I really like it. But she but it's not like I don't know. If I've, they're not I've, making I've, fun I've, of gamers. I don't think not, Naughty Dog would. We, we, we're rationalizing now, but on on face value, I need to show you the, the clip. on face value. It seems like uh, it's like. You're telling the game's telling you you're a nerd. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here's how it is. I see this your argument. A, this is what it played like. Imagine uh-huh. you have a wife or husband. Let's be let's be equal. You yeah, had a partner who yeah. uh, didn't doesn't play games. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, I get this game out. I used to play as a kid. You take a turn, and this is, it plays out just like that. They're joking with each other. She likes the game, and he's like, this guy. In in case him, it's not hard to imagine having a partner who has not played a game. And they're just making the kind of comments that they would make while playing a game. It felt it was a very real scene, actually. And uh, I don't know. I, man, it's so good. The game's great. The storytelling is top. I want to play it, but I want to no, play the first. The problem one that first. The, the other problem that I have with with what you're the, how you're describing yeah. the game is, and this is the, a lot of the problems that I have with modern gaming, with mm-hmm. modern AAA gaming, anyway, is that when they go on and describe the things that they like about the newest whatever game is 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 uh, has been released mm-hmm. it's about the cinematics it's about the story it's about the f- facial expressions the voice acting but th- you didn't mention anything about the gameplay oh oh <laughs> sir actually uh, i do want to mention some of the gameplay so it builds off the original three which already has solid third person action slash shooting games you're exploring you're climbing and so the so combat is, is uh, over is cover cover based fire so you know get behind cover and you're shooting and, and stuff and the exploration is jumping and climbing. That's the, the main part. Uh, and this one, I actually noticed this last night while playing. And again, I'm not super far, but I, it was a gameplay element that stuck out to me. So in this game, it, your character has like a la- like a grappling hook, uh, just like a regular grappling hook, and for swinging and, and stuff like that. No big deal. But I've noticed so far, just in the early parts of the game, that you actually use this rope now in the environment. So I'll hook the rope up to something, and I actually have to wrap around a pillar holding the rope the kid just pulls it around and tries to actually use it as like like a to get some uh i don't know like make the line taut yeah 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 so you can pull or you might drop that off to break it and i was underwater and we're, we're securing this this uh wreckage 
and you actually take the rope and you swim down and you swim around the uh, place you want to secure. And then when, when you're fully taught, you can hit a button to tie them up. And I, I don't know why, but I really like that interaction with, with the rope where I'm actually you, cause usually the rope, <laughs> so it's, basic, a, it's an automatic thing in a game though. You hit a button, you throw the rope and that's it. And, and you never really have to do these types of actions, but I really liked the physical interaction of something as mundane as a rope or a grapple, but I'm actually play. I felt like I'm really playing with the environment at this point. I'm using it to, to affect it. And it's not just a button click, which is oftentimes the case in, in any game, really. Like, I don't, I don't want to play Mario like that, but when I'm playing a game where I'm supposed to be immersed, I want to interact with the environment as much as possible. So I thought that was a really cool early game thing that I, I hope keeps happening. And then, oh, another thing about this game is the puzzles. And you sometimes are head scratchers and uh the very first puzzle i'm ashamed to admit took me longer than it <laughs> now remember when you were um talking about virtual reality yeah yeah and you were saying that until you get to smell to see feel, <laughs> it's not virtual reality yeah it's exactly not vir- no what you're saying you're describing this mechanic which is in a lot of games and let's go back to like um What's the name of Bionic Bionic Commando? Make a joke, Bionic Commando. Bionic Commando, right? Yeah. It's it's all fantasy, right? And he has this kind of like grappling... He he can't jump! hook (laughs) arm, right? So he cannot... So it's so abstracted to its very, very primal um, action, which is just, you know, you you extend your limb and it works like... Yeah, it's it's fun mechanic. Yeah, it works like like a ladder or like a... Uh, Or like a swing, really, or a pendulum. Yes. He can't jump, So What's up with that? That's the abstraction (laughs) of that. Now, if you go and evolve that mechanic and add more details and more details and more details, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't necessarily have to be more fun, right? Now, it is. In my case, I had fun. It is working for you, and that's nice. But now going back to to the virtual reality thing. Mm -hmm. So, how, how real can something be in order to be or or even stop being fun? So, for example, in this perfect virtual reality scenario you can feel the rope um smell you the can rope. smell the rope <laughs> it stinks you can throw it and if yeah. you don't throw it hard enough it won't it won't reach or whatever right so you get to 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 a simulation of reality where you're so completely immersed that you don't even know that you're in a game so yeah. like like real reality is according yes. to some people uh-huh, exactly <laughs> so to me that would be not a lot of fun. I want superpowers. <laughs> if I'm in VR, I want superpowers. Well, like, that's, so that's you, the thing. Like, so if you you're need some abstraction, right? Well, yeah, 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 I think so. But like, that's why some games in a virtual, in a in a full on simulation virtual reality sense, wouldn't be a very successful game. Like, if we look at game uh, fiction, uh, anime specifically, that has this trope a lot where characters are get somehow stuck in an MMO. The conceit usually is they're wearing a headset. Uh, it's virtual reality. Something happens. They're stuck in the game. And, uh, and in the game, they have the HUD in front of their face, but they actually start being able to use the moves as a natural extension. That's what I would want in, yeah. in a virtual reality. But if you're, if you're playing, like, you know, I want farming simulator virtual reality. I don't know why anybody would play that's that what I anyways. Mean. But, like, and it's the same, and with, with Uncharted, it's, like, basically playing, like, archaeologist virtual reality. Indiana Jones. Simulator. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, it seems less appealing if you were actually there, because yeah. it's just like, oh, I'm doing actual work. I have to tie this <laughs> rope up. I don't want to do that. I wouldn't want to do that. Well, maybe in reality, if I'm underwater diving, that might still be fun. That could still be interesting. But, uh, but... I, I don't know. There's something... I don't know what the halfway point is, but but I like interacting with the environment. If the game's an environment-heavy game. Again, Mario, I just want to stomp Goombas, jump over platforms, and 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 
you know that's most of my fun. But if a, if a game's trying to make me immersed and they have an interesting environment, and that's one of the things that Naughty Dog does best is environments. And I like the more I can interact with that environment, the more it kind of sucks me in, the more I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Tiny Rope doesn't sound exciting, but when I was playing, it was really fun <laughs> to be able to to have this this kind of real world mechanic. It delighted you. It did delight uh-huh. me. Yeah, I really liked it, and I still do. And I really hope. I, I I don't know. For me, it seemed like that was the thing that stuck out gameplay wise. Like. This is the big mechanic is I have a grappling hook and I'm tying playing with a rope. No, but but I, I liked it. I, I'm glad you're, you're talking about that game because it's a very big deal in the world of video games. Yeah, it is. And I won't play it. No. <laughs> you, you will play I it eventually. Want, I'd like to at yeah. some point. Yeah, but... Um, but I just got a game. Oh, what did you get? I got... Uh, it's, it was funny because this was one of the first games you guys talked about on Bonus Barrel oh, wait, before I, I guess, showed up. Uh, oh, uh, Destruction of Spongebob. No, no, uh, no, no, no. No, he was there for that one. Yeah, uh, this, is, this is before Left. Pokemon Snap. No. Okay. Uh, okay. How do you have that? Uh, what? Okay. Let's get a hint. Old school, retro. It's a new game. Uh, like one of the modern consoles, PS4. Yes. Wii U. PS4. It's a PS4 game. Yes. Something we've talked about. Well, Seiji wouldn't have talked about it. So this is on me now. Oh, I don't know if Seiji was there for that episode. Oh, I the think. order. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. Uh, I was there for that. I was there for the oh, order. Oh, right, right. It must be this is before me. Oh, uh, Evil Within. No. Damn it. Okay. I told you. I don't know why you're guessing. Wait, you did? Yeah. When? Today? Yeah. Damn it. All right, now, now I really want to remember what it was. Uh, you got a game. You were talking. You were saying words, and I was probably listening. You Remember, I, I was telling you, I got happy. this game. I didn't actually buy it. My girlfriend's one that bought it. It's, get, it's coming She close. was really excited for it. She was excited. She plays games. Excited. Oh, it's killing me. Should I, should I yeah, just you better say, just tell me. I got Mortal Kombat. Oh, right, motherfucker. <laughs> I even said, oh, I want that. Yeah. And I think I immediately started talking about myself and already forgot. <laughs> um, no, I got I got Mortal Kombat. That's cool. What do you think? Hey, we did talk about that earlier. We did talk about it earlier. Third episode. Um, yeah, yeah, right? Rep- I remember reptiles. The, reptiles. Yeah, yeah. The, the picture. Um, it's a lot of fun. I'm really, really liking it. Like, I'm, like, it pains me to say how much more fun I'm having playing Mortal Kombat than I am the new Street it's, Fighter. It's oh, fun. It, no, but but it, it's soul. good. Mortal Kombat is so much fun. It's it's easy to get into. A story, um, right? The, it's, yeah. the story is very, very deep. Um, the controls are very fine-tuned. The characters are really cool. I got... My girlfriend bought the XL edition, so we have all the DLC characters unlocked. Um, so they, they added, you know, if you, if you like horror, old horror movies, cause you have Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah, Jason, Jason Voorhees. Oh yeah, uh, the guys from Cinema Massacre were, were playing that. Oh, that were they? With all the, like, horror movies. Yeah. Um, with Jason and, and Alien, Freddy? Alien and Predator. Fre- Freddy was in nine, so they didn't okay. put him in ten, but Alien and Predator are in it as well. And Alien is certainly my favorite character. Huh. Very, very cool to play. Um, really liking the game. I don't like the. Uh, quite frankly, like I don't like the fatalities. Um, they're pretty crazy. They're they're just a little over the top. Um, I think it's okay. That's kind of the appeal of Mortal yeah, Kombat. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's just I don't like gimmicks, and I find fatalities are very gimmicky. As is their X-rays. Whenever you you just basically hit like yeah, both I the don't triggers, like the thing. and it's just like it's like a powerful attack, and it shows like their bones breaking and. It's very gimmicky. That, that part when I'm when I'm seeing footage about this game and they 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 break someone's yeah, neck. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, so 
They're that, dead. That's it. They're, right? They should be so dead. Yeah. Does that get like exhausting after you know it, it, for especially hours? especially if you're playing the same character where you'll watch the same X-ray over and over and over again. Um, so yeah, it definitely does. Um, it's it's really cool the first time you see it, but eventually you're just like, okay, we get it. You like gore. You like bones breaking. But those um, should be the fatalities. I, I think in a way they you, should you be. Crush but someone's skull because what what's out, done yeah. should technically kill you the alien do you guys watch the alien movies the original you've the seen original. them well you know how they have that mouth that's in there the within their mouth, mouth. Yeah, yeah sure why not well basically like part of their x-ray is he launches his little mouth into the back of your skull and into your brain these are not fatalities no these are not fatalities that exactly that that would be a straight up kill um so it's sometimes what i don't like about it is how gimmicky I find Mortal Kombat, and I don't. And there's gimmicks in Street Fighter, but not not as heavy. I find um, they're not gameplay mechanics because these are full on gameplay mechanics that are gimmicks. Um, so I find it less appealing in that. But actually playing the game is is a lot of fun, and having the full on story mode is really cool. And just the sheer amount amount sheer amount of characters is really fun as well. So very excited. Up next, I'm gonna. Th- keep talking with you guys about things and then we'll go to the topic but this is a good time to segue Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Pretty, pretty yeah, cool. it's fun. Two more things before we go to Sadie's awesome topic. I played Oakum. Okay, three more things before we go to Sadie's awesome. Is topic. that the Wolf Zelda game? I heard, heard, heard really nice. I've heard really good. Yeah, I've heard it too. I have not played it yet. So the first time I saved, this is my first complaint about this game. Oh Jesus! Okay, jeez, already. Um, Let's start with like how, like the good. How the many first, hours have you played so far? A couple. Okay. okay. Yeah. And you already like has a complaint. It's like fifty hours. Yeah, I know. So the first time I saved the game. It was 20 minutes in my save file. Because it will give you your, your, yep. your time, right? Play time? Like a minute. Really. That's my Oh, because of cinematics. It's just story. Right? And, and the story was actually interesting. But I'm, I'm thinking, myself, like, okay, so where do I get to play the game? How, what am I doing? And uh, that's my first complaint. So too much talking in the beginning. One man's complaint um, is another man's treasure. Yeah. 20 minutes, man. That's too much. That is, that is that's a long, a long time. time. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, apparently written by Hideki Kamiya of hmm. Bayonetta uh, fame, or rather maybe from Okami fame. Who wrote Bayonetta? I don't know. Um, the game is interesting. It has some interesting controls, but it's weird that you're controlling a wolf now. So I felt like I was playing TP, yeah. Zelda TP. That's my first thought when I saw it, too. But just being the wolf and uh, it has some discontrols with the ink where you have to yeah. do some stuff with ink and it was kind of faulty but maybe the Wii the, the Wii version I don't know I've not played it but know. it's interesting I want to uh, play it I've heard me. very good things yeah, I've heard about only, only good things about it it, it didn't didn't catch me not, not yet not yet you're not giving up though are you I don't know I guess I don't know Jeez. let me ask you this you give up on games really quickly did you uh, get caught 
on the new Pokemon announced for yeah. Sun and Moon. Woo! Dun, 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 dun. I, I, I watched it. Yes, yeah, there I was a trailer it. out. Everybody knows that. But but yeah. <sighs> Pokemon. So, Pokemon's amazing. Pokemon is amazing. Right, Rowlet, Litten, and Puplio. Puplio. Yeah. Are the three new starters. The internet, or at least Tumblr, apparently is taken with the bird, the owl. I grass, I'm super Rowlet. pumped for Rowlet because. I, as I've said before, grass Pokemon have always been my favorite. I always go with the grass starter. It's like the actual good grass starter. And ones. there's only one grass flying Pokemon in existence right now. Only one? Just yeah. Tropius? Yeah. Huh. Um, so having another one is really cool and it has a starter is even better. So oh, that's really super cool. pumped that's to see this, that type being added. It's a, it's the first twist on a typing. It's always grass poison grass usually. Flying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not there's, or there's just like a, grass. There's like a dragon, right? No, Tropius. That's dragon flying. No, there's grass. Like Rob said, Tropius. Is I think it might be the only He's one. the only one. I, I have them all. I have okay. every grass Pokemon. Okay. And That's he cool. was the only flying one. And I used him because it's a powerful combination. It's, he's not a good Pokemon. No, he, he's not. But that's why I'm excited for Rowlet. You, know, you can eat the fruit off of his chin. <laughs> off his chin? The chin that his chin is fruit. Is it? And you can eat it and it gives you a boost according to the lore of Pokemon. Huh? Just a little, little Did not know that. Did little not know that. What percentages are there for a grass type to be flying? Well, grass are weak against flying types. So when you have the flying type, there's mm-hmm. one type you're not weak against anymore. So that's oh, power. So usually doubles some uh, weakness. You get four times weakness to something and then you get resistance to other, usually. But you'll, you'll probably be weak against electric. You still be weak against oh, oh grass no grass. Is grass is weak against flying. bug bug. Doubly weak. And flying oh. is not weak against bug, right? Yeah, so, so you, you get cancel resistance. that out. Yeah, yeah, resistance yeah. actually. You, I don't know what weaknesses you would you would you would gain a fire weakness uh, for sure. Whatever else, ice. Oh, doubly weak to ice. Yeah, would be your, yeah, your would four be, times. Be the oh, you get immunity from ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. you're already strong against ground though, so it's not a big deal. The immunity is still better. Immunity than is better than than resistance though. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, a cool type, and so, Rowlet looks. And you were saying how everyone oh, everyone likes Rowlet, which is great because people I'm, are shitting on Puplio. Um, yeah, I was reading a bunch of comments about people saying, "Oh, these Pokemon look so stupid." That happens They're so every childish. single game, and it's just like, yeah, like this. Uh, the pre the first evolution of all starters are baby looking. Yeah, they're kiddish looking sure. Pokemon, but that's the way they've always been. Squirtle looks kind of stupid. I'm not gonna well, lie. Yeah, yeah, Squirtle I mean, does. I look like Squirtle, stupid. and I grew up with but it. Blastoise looks extremely badass. Yeah, it, it always happens. Look, look at uh, Oshawott to Samurott. Big difference. Uh, Samurott looks pretty cool. Oshawott looks like a dork. Yeah. So. And honestly, every time a new Pokemon game comes out, everybody complains about it, and then they get used to it, and then new, new people love it. Like it's the same. Like the first gen had a lot of stupid. I always thought Executor was dumbest, dumbest fuck. Same with Wheezing and Coughing. I like them, but, but Wheezing so- is depressing because he's deformed. He has like a, a, a head <laughs> merged got, with him. Got like a Siamese twin attached to him that you can do nothing about. There was a, a survey recently in Japan uh, for the ugliest Pokemon. Oh God! What one? Grime. Grimer. Grimer. Oh, Grimer is adorable. I, I think, I think Grimer. he was number one ugliest. But he's in, not. He's in, in Japan. Ugly. But if you look at if you met Grimer, he'd probably be pretty ugly. Though. So in my awesome Pokemon comments that drew as a kid, what's the ugliest Pokemon? He had a Grimer. Are you guys uh, ugliest? I hate Vanillite or Vanillux. Well, so but he's not the ugliest. But he's not ugly though. He's he's annoying. Is there any Pokemon look like penises? Uh, like, do you find uh, do you find penises ugly? Well, the designs <laughs> in the Shin Megami Tensei series are often based off phallics, and they're disgusting. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big fan of realistic looking penises. You know, if if they're like little doodles, hashtag I can, boner barrel. I can laugh. Hashtag boner barrel. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, ugly Pokemon. Mr. Mine is really stupid. I keep thinking stupid looking, not ugly. What makes you repulse? Yeah, like, Jinx and Mr. Mime look yeah, really silly. Insensitive but, in but, yeah, but ugly? I don't know. There's definitely ugly Pokemon, but we're talking, you know, 700 and some Pokemon. There's there's a heart-shaped fish that is really ugly. Love this Love is not this. that bad. Yeah. Uh, I always found... found uh, What's Oddish's evolution called? Vileplume? Gloom. Oh, glo- yeah, Gloom is pretty Gloom's ugly. Gloom's pretty ugly. Gloom just looks like a stoner Gloom. that just woke up. Oh, I know uh, which one. That, that uh, um, eyes dark Pokemon. It's a ball with 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 spikes. Uh, oh, uh, oh. Gla- Glace gla- something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's not that ugly. That's a stupid looking Pokemon. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> what? Uh, we got to get to your topic really soon. Oh, Assassin's Creed trailer for yeah, the movie. Yeah, we, we watched Assassin's we watched Creed it. trailer. Looks cool. It looks good. Yeah. Um, well, I Michael think... Fassbender, right? Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it. Um, I looks good. I really think that this is a really good franchise turned into a movie. Right, um, they're and they're going with um because we talked about this game or Assassin's Creed on our historical episodes game. <laughs> um, that I, yeah, I definitely want to reference. Um, and they're doing a completely so every Assassin's Creed game takes place during a particular important historical period, and they're going for a completely different historical period in the video or in the movie, sorry, than what they did in any of the video games, the Spanish Inquisition. So that's good i think i think they're doing the right things with this movie and i'm excited to see it he's excited folks i'm excited uh, i will see it and hopefully like it you never right. played any of them though right nope. so, so I, I just like the idea of it yeah seiji your topic this week my friend hector yes. what is your topic well i was thinking of a lot of things this week uh, and, and i have a post that i actually was writing mm-hmm. and I, I i couldn't find an angle Finishing, it was about the value of video games, or or rather, the value and the price. Okay. And the relationship between those two. Things. Yeah, this we've talked and, about that and, before and, a bit. In games, yeah. So, I sent you guys a video. I don't know if you. Yeah, you, we both watched uh, it. Extra credits, watch it. right? Yeah, extra credits. Yeah, watched it. It's about. I don't remember the title. Uh, it was uh, the defense of short games. Yeah, something, something like that. that. Right? Yeah, people should check so, out the channel. It's great. Yeah, we're going to put the link in, yeah, in the description. Sure. And they were. Trying to make a case that if a game is short, doesn't mean that it should be cheaper. Yeah, they're saying way, like right? a $15 game for two or three hours. A lot of people, for example, who play it on Steam will get yeah. angry about it or try to beat it quick enough to return get, it. Get the return, return about it, yeah. yeah. Which is stupid, right? I think because so. I agree. Um, but, but I remember we we making a point, and I, I, I won't, no, I, I won't include myself in it because I wasn't reviewing that game, but it was The Order. Yes. The Order 18-something. Yeah, eight. people were mad it was short. Yeah. I didn't care. So what do you think I was about glad. That was one of your biggest okay. contributing good points So now, the problem with me is I have goals a year to beat X amount of games, and I like everyone, so I like the balance of long-ass games that take a long time to do with short game experiences because I like to get as many different types of games. I like, I like Terror Blaster was short. I, I like... Short games, I like medium games, I like long games, because they all give me different experiences the other games don't. I hate using the word experience, it's overused, but you know what I mean. I, I just, I like, not just because I like to bang a game out for the, for my game counter, which I, I do because I'm, I'm weird like that, but also just because sometimes I'll get a little thing from a, from a game that I don't want to play for 20 hours, but, but it's great for, you know, four hours or five hours. Sometimes it doesn't overstay its welcome by being that short, and frankly, I get a lot of shit to do, so I like to get through a game and actually finish a game, which used to be a big problem before I was a little more disciplined about it. But 
which sounds really funny. I must finish games. But but uh, before I could do that, you know, getting through one of those games, getting through a full game would be hard, and I probably wouldn't even finish it. Um, but a short game like that might be, you know, I feel like I've, I've accomplished something if I finish a game. But it is a, a very common complaint. People it is, absolutely. That, oh, this game is, its price is this much. Undertale is six but is, hours. Yeah, but it's, I don't know, you can beat it in two hours or three hours yeah. or whatever, right? It's, right. Common, it's, it's a common complaint. No, I remember Splatoon when Splatoon um, came out, and and Splatoon is still a game that is like seventy bucks. Yeah, retail right now. Yeah, it is. Didn't bother me to be honest. Um, and people complain about the content. Did they? Well, I guess I guess it that complaint can't now. be made now. Well, given what you have, there's there's a big difference too between when you're looking at a game like Splatoon, where <laughs> yes, if you just play the game for like the adventure mode, story mode, you know, mm. you're gonna be done with that in, in an hour or two. Well, Splatoon um, started late on content, yeah, in but, general. But Splatoon is made to be a game where it's a it's a matchmaking game. You're made to be playing online in a competitive kind of way. Um, so when you're, what you're paying for is for that experience, you know, when you're paying, you know, how much, how much did you pay for Uncharted for? It's like 70 uh, bucks. 80, 80. I got the special. Yeah. Like yeah. 90 bucks. Um, so, you know, you pay just as much for that, but you're not going to play Uncharted 4 for as long as someone could play Splatoon. No, it's like a 16 hour Ex- game. Exactly. Right. Story, which but is perfect. The cost is the same, yep. but. Well, more actually, yeah. Those four games are more expensive than Wii games. Um, but eventually, the difference too is that eventually, Uncharted you'll see decline in price. While Splatoon is a Nintendo game, it probably will not. One problem with Splatoon is when it first came out, it only had like what four maps at the most. Yeah, that's not enough for but, a multiplayer but game. But it's still it's a multiplayer. But now it's amazing. There's yeah. no complaints anymore. But it's it's a multiplayer game, and you're paying for a game that you can continue to play and kind of go through the same. Yeah, experience. it's like Call of Duty. Like, yeah, I never play that's even what, play the single. That's player what in it's those. for. But, um, but again, I mean, what defines, or what, ideally, the price of a video game? So it, would you would you pay seventy bucks for Undertale? No, why? Length does right. matter, and it's not. It, it, but it's it, also quality, like because Undertale is a good quality game, but you know it didn't cost the same to make that as Uncharted. Oh, so what? But that does matter uh, to an extent. I, I I don't know. I would not pay eighty dollars for Undertale. There, there are seventy dollars. Games out there that are worth worthless. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely. Right. And there's and free games out there that are worth a lot. Like Heroes of the Storm is a totally free game, and I've put so many hours into that. Game. And well, I put a lot of money into it. Yeah, you put, but you there put you go. There too. is there is a relationship between the perception of quality, or and length and production. All that matters. Well, I think right? I think there should into be buying a video game. I absolutely yeah. think there should be. To me, in the end, because the game to should me, be good, Undertale but... is is probably the best game that that got released last year. But it's ten dollars, fifteen dollars, right? And there, how many games are more expensive and they're just worthless compared lots to Undertale, of right? Games, yeah. So why? I mean, why do we have as as video gamers this this line that we well, that we draw and say, thing, "Wait, I'm not gonna pay more than." This amount of dollars it's for di- that game, even if that game is, is objectively better than this other game that has the production quality, yeah. and it, it has a big name, but is is a bad game. Right, right off the off the mark, Undertale is digital only, which is a big strike against any game, I think, when it comes to perceived value. If you were digital only, it, there immediately you don't think it's worth as much as, as much. blah, blah, blah game. Uh, it's kind of the reason why I never bought uh, Fatal Frame for the Wii U. Uh, if it came out physical, I would have 100% bought it. 50 bucks just seemed way too high for me to play ju- to buy just a digital game for eight hours or whatever it was. 
So I guess that's one thing. I don't know, though, but your, your point still remains. Undertale, I had a great experience. I loved playing it. Does not feel like it's worth 80 bucks. Uncharted, I don't feel robbed of the 90 I spent yeah. on it. I feel like it wor- it's worth it. But but at the same time, I get your point, though. Why is that worth it well, more than others? I don't you know, know. I, I certainly think, you know, people... People are more conscious of video game development now than they ever were in the past. And, you know, you'll look at a game like Undertale, which is an indie game, and you don't, you know, no one wants to pay 50 plus dollars for an indie game. It's true. It's just, it's just the way it is. You know, people, people realize that, you know, these are being made by a small group of people. Their budget was small. Um, and they hammered this game out in maybe a year and a half or something like but that. Why, why so no a- one, no one has the expectation that you're going to spend much money for an indie I, game. I have a parallel. But wh- why does it matter with video games and not with movies? Well, look, look, if you go and watch Civil War, which is movie. the, 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 it's a really expensive looking movie. Yeah, absolutely. right. And it was made by hundreds. I mean, you, you go and <laughs> you check the credits yeah. of that movie. It's crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. Even maybe thousands of employees made, making that movie. You pay fifteen bucks to go to 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 watch the movie. All movies. If you go and watch an indie movie that is, you know, on 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 the same the same theater. You pay the same amount of That's money. That's a theater pricing, not a movie thing. But I think I have... When it goes to DVD, it's mostly the same. Most of these yeah. costs the same thing. Let me throw you a, a kind of a similar comparison. Imagine that... Or Blu-ray. Imagine this. You have a mainstream Marvel comic, about five bucks. You have a web comic that might be just as emotional for one page that you pay nothing for. You're going to pay for that one web comic, five bucks, versus a full-on Marvel comic that also costs five bucks. I'm not going to pay five bucks for a one-page web comic... Which took probably less time, and then they're going to produce a bunch of them. I think that's a comparison that we can make. Yeah, I agree. Would yeah. you go out and buy a single issue that of comic, and we're talking just comics, and you open the cover, it's just one page, and then you're done. That's that's the issue, regardless of quality. Regardless of quality, uh, that, that's the part that that now the industry agrees with you. I don't agree with that. So you would be like that wouldn't be a thing that would bother you. To me, quality is really. But important. quality matters a lot to me too. I, I agree, but not it's not quality. worth. Not production quality, but quality in general. Like, like I, I loved Undertale. I loved. Uh, well, I paid seventy dollars for Cave Story. I can't even use that. But that's the collector in me. I should not have paid seventy dollars for for that three DS. No, game. but Cave Story. If I mean, if I mean, it's free, right? You can yeah. just go. You and could download play it. free. Yeah. 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 Cave Story is my favorite game. Yeah, time. you didn't buy the three DS version. Maybe you I should. haven't. No, I haven't. Should. I will. That's good. No, but I don't know. I I I, I, I know what you're saying and. It's weird because half of me kind of agrees with what you're saying, but at the same time, there's my, I have a gut feeling that doesn't add up. I just don't see Undertale as being monetarily worth the same as an Uncharted. I know the difference of, of time, resources, and quality is put into this game versus Undertale, and it just doesn't feel equatable to me. Someone who, who builds a game, which honestly puts a lot of hard work and, and stuff, and it deserves... You know, money. I don't think it should be free, and I think fifteen, twenty dollars is a perfectly good price for an indie game. But the idea of eighty is, is just so weird to me. Even though yeah, there's shit eighty games that I, I just wouldn't buy at all. In a way, what you're saying is that you would only give top dollar to corporations. I guess. <laughs> well, no. I mean, look, No Man's Sky is a mostly indie game that's going to go out for eighty dollars. I'm going to buy it because the game looks like i don't know a lot of it's marketing too and, you know and that, the fact that, that's the thing like a lot of the times why triple a game 
costs a lot of money is, yeah, the game development cycle was an expensive thing to go through, but there's, you know, marketing and publishing and all these other things that cost a lot of money too, which is why sometimes you'll have to pay $80 for a AAA game because they've done so much more with it than, you know, an indie game like, like Undertale. You know, I, you only hear about Undertale through the grapevine of your friends or things like that. It's not like you're going to see a commercial for Undertale. Let me throw something out there. If Undertale come out on the 3DS... Forty dollar game, I would have bought it without any hesitation. Well, I mean, if I heard physical, which is because that to me is a that adds for me and some other people value to it. It feels like a more uh, like I'm actually getting my money's worth when I when I own it of some sort. Yet. If it was on the eShop and just by and with no other hype, it was the same forty dollars. I probably wouldn't want to buy it. I mean, the even for for indie games that do come out. Physically, let's say Shovel Knight. Yeah, I'll spend the Shovel extra money Knight for it. Shovel Knight goes out for thirty for the physical. Thirty dollars, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and Shovel Knight was in 15. the game of the year two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. And it was like fifteen bucks digitally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but it it has to come out with a lower price. But look you know at how I mean? much because more it got indie, for it because it's an indie game. Yeah, and it's a, it objectively is a better game than let's say whatever sports sports game is is the newest one. I, I want to argue those with that, but because people fucking love those those sports yeah, games, people popular. are into it. We aren't, and we don't relate to it. But when I you see the FIFA's sales of numbers of people, FIFA and people fucking massive. love those games. I don't get it, but I'm sure they would look at us and it's like, why are you playing Undertale? Why are you paying? Why would you want to pay eighty dollars for a, a little sprite game? Exactly. Like in the 90s? But at the same time, I mean, if you go out and to a store, mm-hmm. you check those prices, right? And with time, they they the quality. Is a factor, right? Yeah, you're because right. Because if, if you go out to play one of the, uh, let's say, uh, a game that, that's still on sale and it got good reviews, the price is still going to be high. It'll stay higher longer. So yeah. that part, that, that part is good. But the, the video game industry, um, gets away with certain, certain things that I, I don't think, um, are good for an industry as a whole because it doesn't promote innovation. I, I do agree with that. Yeah, I um, really argue. Here's an example. We look at some of the bigger studios. If they put out an indie game, or like a small team game, they don't charge the same amount as they do. I think a lot of it is production costs to build these games. And yeah, they may or may not be worth it. I mean, that's that's the, up to the games how good the game is. No, but... and also because we are accustomed to that. Yeah. So if you go and see a game that you don't know what it is quality is is, is objective is, right? is is subjective because look at fifa and shit you and i wouldn't i not only would i not pay for one of those games i wouldn't even take it for free i don't want them but you can at least look at it and be like yeah i can understand how this is a high quality game sure i guess my point is if we were going by a a the game should be based on how good it is like uh undertale should be 80 dollars because it's so good fifa should be t- According to say me, should be five dollars because I would never play the stupid thing anyways. Oh, I don't have, not my thing. I don't like sports games, uh, but that we can't rate games based off that price. That doesn't that doesn't work, you know? Because because everyone's different. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. People hate Undertale. <laughs> Jeff doesn't won't even play it because people like it. So you know, like I don't know. No, that's fine. I mean, yeah. the, the people like it or not, that's that's a whole different thing. But there is over time, there's consensus. Yeah. Well, usually, yeah. And, and still, when you ask people, would you pay this amount of money for this game or that game or that game, right? People already have a, has a price tag regardless of quality. You just show a screenshot of each game and you see pixels. You say, okay, that must be yeah. you know, less than $5. And you see you know, very realistic graphics and you're like, oh, yeah, 
I, I would pay that. But then if you reveal the ratings, you'll say, oh, that's, that's, that, that game is objectively better. Not objectively, but there's some consensus that this game is better than that one. You still won't change your mind about the price. Let's talk about your beloved Nintendo. Yeah. All of our beloved Nintendo. Yeah. Wii U games go for more than 3DS games. Why? Why is Mario 3D World better than 3D Land or vice versa? Why do you not want to pay, for example, 84... Which one was the Wii U? World or Land? World. World? Was the Wii U 3D World? Yeah. 3D World is the Wii U version, right? Yeah. So, 3D World U goes for 80. Uh, 3D uh, for Land goes for 40. Mm-hmm. Would you pay the same price for both of them? Would you, if, the, if they were to take the 3D Land one built for the 3DS and up the price to 80, mm-hmm. would that bother you? In that case, it's different because mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're different systems. If, if, but so, if 3D Land were for the, the Wii U and you had 3D Land and, and 3D World for the same platform, then they should be comfortable Indie games price. shouldn't count. They aren't made for a system. They're well, usually PC first, and then they're, digital, they're small digital packages. So Yeah, in, in that same context yeah. of PC games. Right, it's it, the prices vary a lot more than with consoles. You'll never, you'll hardly ever see uh, a game that is a couple of dollars or five dollars on on a, on a on a shelf, right? I mean, a new game, right, right, right. And, and you can see this in, on on Steam all the time. Yeah. Uh, so in that context, uh, when it's the same platform and you're in the same ground, that that's that's one scenario. But, but what, 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 what you're saying is a bit more. it's a bit different because the the the, the platform. Itself is cheaper, right? But mm-hmm. but our whole objective, like digital games, are cheaper than physical games. No, but, but that's the, not the, the argument, right? The, the the amount of money is. But why? Because it's, 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 it's going it? to be a percentage of the platform you're in. But why would so if you if you have a game, uh, let's say a, a, a let's say the 3ds, mm-hmm. there's a 4ds, and it's twenty dollars. Sure. Games shouldn't be more than Why? a certain percentage of the planet. I don't know. That's how it works. But I'm, that's what I'm asking you personally. Yeah. This goes back to our, our conversation. Why is the Wii U version of two games that are both very good, like Mario Kart 7, awesome, awesome game. Mario Kart 8, to me, a better game. Oh, but to me, that's because you, you're, you're, that's a different context. Those two games are on different platforms. But Undertale is a different context from Uncharted 4, but we still make the same arguments for it. Uncharted. Why are they different? Why is Mario like? Don't you like? No, why? But let's say Dark Souls Three is on Steam sure. and, and Undertale is on Steam too. So that, but that they don't match thing. up. They're not the same at all. But don't you see how they're they're not the same? The same way Mario Land and 3D World aren't the same. They're they're different production qualities built for different platforms. Sure, and yeah, Undertale is built for the PC, but that's because the PC is the most flexible platform. But it's not the same. I think that Undertale and Dark Souls 3 aren't the same the same way that 3D World and 3D Land aren't the same. They are built with a different budget, with a different... Uh, uh, yeah, it's a different platform, but that PC is, is one thing. I mean, you can't separate it, but in a way, they are two separate things. Indie games and, and AAA games, I think, is a parallel to what we're saying. That's how I feel. Well, so, you've been really quiet. Well, you... <laughs> well here, here's kind of what, what, what's been processing through my mind here, is that Seiji seems to believe that the higher quality of a game should equal a bigger price tag on said game. Now, one thing that I learned working in game development is that we work in, what do they call it? Like in, in, in ideas. Like we don't work, we don't work with anything real physical. We work with ideas. So, you know, what Seiji is basically implying is that certain ideas deserve to be, you deserve to pay more for better ideas than inferior ideas, basically. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. And in a way, that makes sense, but yeah. there's more to it 
than just that. There's so much more into the production of a game. And like when we look, when we compare, let's just look at, we'll look at, we'll stick to the same platform to keep it simple that way. And we'll keep comparing Undertale to Dark Souls 3. Sure. Um, Dark Souls 3 obviously looks superior visually. When you look at Dark Souls 3, you know that more work went into Dark Souls 3 than Undertale. I'm not saying, I, I definitely think Dark Souls 3 is better, but, you know, I'm sure some people will be like, oh, I'd much rather play Undertale rather than Dark Souls. I'd rather play Undertale Dark Souls yeah. 3, but so, I know it looks better. Yeah, anyway. exactly. So, there's obviously more of a cost went into Dark Souls 3 to make it look just as good as it does. So, yeah, you need to pay for partly the idea, but you have to pay for how it looks as well. And there's a lot of other factors rather than just the quality of the game that you're paying for. Um, the quality is probably the most important part, mm. but there's a lot of other little you're things. You're paying for the, the machine that makes the games, and one machine to a very small machine that makes it with just as much love or probably even more love. Yeah. Uh, versus one that you know you wouldn't be able to like a one person guy's not building Dark Souls by themselves, yeah, exactly. not not in any realistic time. Yeah. Not, so I, I guess in that respect, case. I could see why that would be worth more money than an indie game was built by you can. No, yeah, there's some production yeah. costs, of course. Yeah, I know, I know he yeah, does. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to say say you stupid and, or anything. And, and IPs and all that. I mean, there's there's a whole machinery mm. behind big games, but. I just feel that like when you're paying a high price for a game, you're paying for more than just, you know, this is a high quality game. You're paying for a lot more than that. You're paying for what made that game exist in a way. Exactly. And some games can't exist on a one person budget. Dark Souls being one. That is that is correct, but the opposite not the opposite, but in the case of indie games, right? Hmm. For a number of years, the most interesting ideas in video gaming have come from the indie side. Sure. I would agree with that. Yeah. In, indie right. has, especially since indie has become big, you know, before when there was no such thing as indie games and games were almost stagnant, they were just kind of putting out the same stuff and a lot of indie games have revitalized I think it. Braid started the whole revolution of, of indie games yeah. personally. So, And indie developers and indie games in general have become a bigger thing. Yeah. But... In the eyes of the consumer, the, it, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? It's not worth it. And the recognition that indie games receive, although I would I would admit it has been growing mm. for a number of They're years. They're getting spots in E3 now. Like the big publisher, like Sony, wants to give time to E3 or to, to indies because they know that the quality's there and it's cheaper. And even with that, I mean. The top spots for for selling games, for best selling games and recognition and and visibility, goes for the same kinds of of games that were popular ten years ago. Your sports games, your first person shooters, your Call of Duty. I mean, Call of Duty um, started not so long ago, but ever since they started, they they've been trending in popularity. Your GTA's, Pokemon. You know, those, Pokemon is not so big here. It's very big in Japan. It still sells pretty well over here. Not as well as Call of Duty. Oh, no, no, no. no. You're right. No, I, I just make games but that sell Japan, a lot consistently. But in Japan, Pokemon is like the biggest yeah. thing ever, along with uh, other kinds Weird of games. games like that, <laughs> uh, like uh, Yokai Watch. And uh, Monster Hunter. Very Monster Hunter. There. Yeah. Yeah, those are definitely the, the biggest games there. And, and Indies, it, it won't compete there. 
it, it yeah, just yeah, won't. It won't. Now, in in again, I'll go I'll, I'll go back to movies now. Even though you you know that the Marvel movie of that year is going to be the best or the the, the highest grossing, um, yeah, they, movie they that year, you know that Civil War is not going to win the Oscar. Yeah, never. It, and whoever wins whoever wins the Oscar is going to get some visibility, maybe not a, that amount of money, but there is some motivation to do good cinema because you'll get recognition in other. Films. And you might agree or not with the movies that get nominated, and a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. But those kinds of movies only exist because there is some recognition to be had if you make that kind of movies. But there's very little motivation to do new types of experiences in games. And people do it yes. because they have a lot of love for, for game making, but is not as as much as as it should. I, I so you think that recognition for indie games is... There isn't any... Now with the Game Awards, which in the last couple of years became something getting better, yeah. I mean, I would I, I would argue that last year's Game Award award was better for the industry than E3, because mm-hmm. E3 is really good for announcement. Yeah, that's for, all for day one of E3, where you get all these announcements. It's exciting, but other than that, it's really for business people. Yeah, right. I mean, people that go to the show get to play the games, but. For us. Most people is just like, okay, we, we get to see the presentation. What, what are we going to be excited for this year? Yeah. We, we get a bunch of announcements. It's a big Sears catalog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a really good way to put it. But the Game Awards had a, a, a lot to say last year. The thing about Hideo Kojima, do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I was yeah. trying to remember the Game that Awards was big. last year. That was big. Right, and where he, yeah. and the types of games that won awards, like Her Story. Oh, yeah, and, that was weird. Um, what other game was there? Rocket League, I think, was was recognized. What best should be? Understand, was nominated, didn't get the. Well, award. a few years ago, Walking Dead won uh, Game of the Year, twenty twelve, I think, mm-hmm. and that was a small indie-ish. Telltale's not. I don't know if they're indie. Uh, they're like in between. They're kind of borderline. Yeah, yeah, they're not like big budget, but Telltale, like that, was a big shocker when that actually won Game of the Year because no one would have expected it. And it did, or maybe it was twenty eleven or something like that. It was because well, I'm pretty sure uh, Last of Us won whatever year that was because it was an amazing game. So really, what I'm saying is not that indie games should be as expensive as the as the big games, but there is there is a, a problem in per, in in the perception of yeah. things and okay. the motivations to do certain things. Not in what the guys from Extra Credits were were saying is like there is this sort of. Uh, requisite to make a long game if you want to charge a little bit more so you stretch it out but it doesn't help the game experience exactly so if you make this indie game that looks quite quite interesting and it's like two hours long and that's that's the amount of hours that it should be because that because that's what it's made for yeah um but your audience is telling you well if it's not 15 hours long i won't pay 20 bucks right and i'm I'm with you there we have some problems maybe there's a minimum price you need for games and people to stop crying about it like three or four hour game for 15 bucks seems fine to me uh I yeah don't have, th- that's completely i paid 10 on 3ds to get uh, attack of the friday monsters which i still think you guys should both play uh it was like a three hour game and 100 percent worth it it was a little experience uh mm-hmm. was any longer than that i think it would have become a chore and that would have sucked because it's a great little game and and if you would stretched it out like they could have stretched it out play more cards you know uh, you have to do this this task this task but they didn't mm-hmm. and it was a Great little package, and I did not re- regret paying the ten dollars for it. Now, if wouldn't pay if, eighty though. If I would have seen Undertale in it, it's kind of ugly. If you see it just, it's charming, but it's, you, it's if not. If you see beautiful. it just in screenshots, if if I would have seen it on on, on Steam for five dollars or thirty dollars or fifty dollars, I wouldn't have bought it. 
Right. Right. I just wouldn't. But no. it got so much buzz. The word of mouth helped a lot. All the critics. Yep. All the critics were saying that this is the game of the year. This is the best game. This this oh, yeah. whatever. And then I uh, I would have gone to Steam and say, "Well, fifty dollars. That's a bit too much, but I have to play." You know what I mean? Would you pay eighty for it or seventy four ninety nine or the fuck a digital game goes for when it's AAA? Yeah, I don't know, but I don't think I could have, even uh, though the hype's there. I just I, I don't know, but only because on on in, in the context of PC games, eighty dollars is like too much. Like I won't pay eighty dollars for any game on 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 Steam. I would pay it for for a Mario game or a sure. Zelda game, yeah. but in the, there's the the mindset, right? Right. I, I, I also did it. I, I, Mario I, games I, aren't that long, I but I pay it for them. them. Yeah. I don't know what it is, man. There's something there that makes a difference, and I, I honestly think it's actually production quality. Nintendo puts a lot of effort to making a great Mario game. Mm-hmm. They're not very long, but they feel worth it to me to pay $60, $80, whatever, but you know, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'd pay that for Shovel Knight. It's a. It's just not the same. It's a really hard. It's weird. It's it's hard. <laughs> it's a really hard position to be in. I know. And to have a, a position, it's really hard to have an actual position that is completely solid. There's no. Cons- I don't think there's a hundred percent consistency. Because until, it's one of those things that you need to see it, right? Yeah. You see it, and you 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 think to yourself, "Well, this is worth this amount of money for me." Even if it's just a dollar, um, in fact. Even if it's free, as there is a lot of, of, of free games out there now, even if it's free, it's you, you, you would think it twice to install it. Yeah, of course. I have a, you only have a finite amount of time. And no matter how much money a game costs, your, your time that you take to play it is time that you don't do something else. To well, me, that's important. I think, I think the biggest problem that Extra Credits kind of mentioned, too, was you know, the refund, you know, if you beat a game in an hour, will yeah, you refund I don't like it? That. I, I wouldn't do that. Like even if, if I beat the game in, in an hour and I'm like, Hey, that was a good game. Like if I beat Carol Blaster in an hour, I I still wouldn't get rid of if it. If you fucking pay the 10, five, $10 to buy a steam game and you beat it in a couple hours and then you, you return it. You're like within that period. I think it's like two hours. Yeah. Or like I that. Have. I don't know if about that bothers me. I agree. That, that like, like stealing at that point. Especially because you, 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 you experience the game. You probably, you might even enjoy it. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, but I still want my money back anyways. And I bet you there's people who will buy some of these games that you usually would take three hours to beat, but they rush They'll, they'll rush through it just so they can get their money back. Yeah. And that that's bad. I, I mean, don't, I'm I don't sure agree that's not that. the majority, but I'm sure I'm sure there, there's some people that do it. I feel like I know a couple people in real life. That, so. <laughs> so I think I think that's a bad thing um, and does nothing good for anybody, essentially. It it doesn't give the game a good rep. Um, the person doesn't get a good rep, and the dev- devs don't get a good rep. For we it. should definitely end because so. it's running long. Yes. I want to say one thing that they they episode ended on was uh, giving recognitions to a little game you've played because uh, they get a lot, of, a lot of negative shit from people who say, "Oh, this game's too short, uh, not worth it," blah blah blah, and that's probably most of what they see. Every once in a while, if you like the game, I mean, I'm sure the Toby Fox got enough love for Undertale; he doesn't need it. But maybe another little game, maybe someone will play Seduce Me and, and loved it. Maybe they should send an email and say thanks. Your game was great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So you know that that's I think that's a, 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 a something that maybe you should consider sometimes. I want a big uh, shout out to Matt. Yes, uh, Matt. Shout out to us. Matt gave a shout out to us on his coast to coast comic thing. I didn't even know he listened. So Matt, I apologize because apparently we've been keeping him company on his. Big ass. Our friend is biking from uh, Atlanta, Canada to California. California. Uh, three month trip, 
and he's biking there. It's insane by yeah. himself too, not yeah. like a little group, no little he's bikes. Drone or no? Yeah, and by biking, I, I do mean cycling. Mo- cycling, yeah, yeah. Not, not a motorcycle, not motorbike. Yeah. So, and and I guess he's just saying that uh, sometimes it comforts him to hear our, our sultry voices. Well, we, we're, we're actually personal friends with him. Yeah, exactly. Too, so. so that's nice, though. You know. So yeah, Matt, uh, keep keep uh, pedaling. Bring me back something from Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's uh, wrap it up. We ran long, but I think it was a good episode today. And if you don't agree, well. You don't, don't tell me. If you do agree, you can let me know. Oh, no, no. If they don't agree, tell us. <laughs> if you uh, have... Tell, uh, just tell us anything. If you have opinions on the topic, specifically, uh, do you think Undertale is worth $80? Would you pay for $80? And if you want to prove it, you send me the difference, and I will accept <laughs> it, and that'll prove that you really <laughs> think it's worth it. You'll get a certificate in the mail. Yeah, I'll give you a certificate. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, thank you. Uh, we get YouTube stuff coming out Oh, uh, There soon? should be a video out by the time this comes out, I would imagine. So add plus minus two weeks to yeah. that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it should be ready. And there's a rant in the works, Probably and uh, we're going to have more video content coming out in the future. Blah, 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 blah. I said brah. I don't know. Brah. Uh, and... CartridgeClub.org is a website of which you should check out. YouTube is where we live and Twitter. So, thank you for listening. This is Rob and Les and Hector. Stay tuned. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs>